Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're back doing it once again. And if you're wondering where we've been, we took a small hiatus due to a hard drive crash. So we got that remediated and here we are now. You could say it was technical difficulty. Definitely technical difficulty. So I know we've had a couple of weeks off, but we're back and we're ready to do it for you once again. As Dawkins says, we're back for the attack. That's right. That's right. But before we get started, we're going to do our usual. We're going to give a shout out and a toast to all our listeners out there. And we thank you for listening. Right. And uh, I, I just got back like literally a couple hours ago from Gallup. So I brought this special elixir from Gallup. It keeps you warm in the winter and cool in the summer. There you go. And right now we need the cooling. There you go. Ah, I can feel it working already. That's right. It feels like Arctic breeze in here. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get started with tonight's show, and we are going to go back to the Sasquatch topic because it's what we like. <laughs> right. And we hope you like it, too. Yeah. Now, just first off, uh, it's, man, New Mexico's a mess with the fires and right. the wind. Uh, we would have probably been ready for our first... Uh, camping trip up to the mountains but they locked up everything tight uh the last time they did this they even had barrels on the side of the road where you couldn't even pull over right now no. uh, i have a friend uh, his grandson works for the forest service in in grants and if you're familiar with the area you know mount taylor or the zuni mountains uh, <clears throat> there, there's been some sightings there but anyway they've been up there closing roads and posting signs even hikers if they catch you up there it's a thousand dollar fine wow I mean, but it's so dry and the fires are just breaking out. They, they, you know, it, it'd be sad for someone to get caught in the midst of it because a fire will jump like, and it'll spread quicker than you could run. Right. Um, but anyway, you know, that being said, we hope all the squatches are safe up there. Right. And that's, that's what crossed my mind. I mean, how much of the wildlife has been devastated up in the Hamas? Well, I have throughout uh, the state. Right. I, ha I have some friends that have property up uh, north where the fire is really blazing. And I've heard stories that the wildlife is just running rampant through everybody's property. Uh, one woman said a bear was at her, her glass door trying to get in because, you know, they're, they're looking for cover too. And, uh, it, it's sad what's going on up there, but, you know, right now it's the largest fire in the country. Right, and uh, I want to say the big one blazing here is the largest in New Mexico history. That's right, it is. It's it's sad. It is it's sad. It's sad, especially us uh, wildlife lovers love going to the mountains, the forest. That's right. It's, it's devastating. It is. It's It's not fun, but. Right, we might have to switch back to ghost hunting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll do what we got to do. Right. <clears throat> but on that note, 
We're going to talk a little bit about, so we've been, you know, if you've been listening to the last episodes, we've been talking about uh, uh, Expedition Bigfoot and what's been going on with them. And, you know, I, I really like that show. It's a cool show. Um, it, is it all factual? Eh, who knows? I'm not there, but I like what they do. Right. And uh, they, they do it better than anyone on TV right now. I agree. Now, if you're a member of their Facebook page, there's always a lot of debate going back and forth where people, oh, this is fake, this is staged, it's all scripted, blah, blah, blah. And you got to understand, you know, uh, they do do a good job. I, I, I like the way they do it, but it is for television. you got to remember right. that. So when you do it for television, you're always going to get that little bit of a, uh, I don't want to say line, but uh, they're going to entice you with a little bit of drama. Suspense. So in suspense, yeah. Right. And that's what keeps you coming back for more, you know. Right, and if, if they didn't do that, no one would watch a show, to be honest. That's right. But they are out there, and they are looking, and they're using good technology, and they're doing a good job. Um, and uh, we want to talk about an episode that they were going up in the mountain, and they... They found what was supposedly habitation nest. It's it right. was, it, it looked like several, not just one, but several of them were nesting in the area. Right, and uh, it was interesting because uh, who Russell Accord is the one who found it. Russell, yeah, and he called the other two, Maria and uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Jack Russell. <laughs> no, I I don't know. <laughs> Maria and. Uh... <clears throat> I always uh, they, forget his name. Yeah, the other guy. But anyway, because they, they're always a team. He called them to take a look at it. And Maria right away, uh, she's like Renee on Finding Bigfoot. Yeah, she's, she's the skeptic. She's a skeptic. She's the 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 one with the college degree in the field. And she she wants to debunk it right away. Oh, it looks like this foul. And, and Russell told her, but look, something's been laying in it because it's cradled. Right. And that that was the one in the tree, and, and when I looked at it, I'm like, he's right. right. It did look like a, a a lookout in a tree where you could kick back, get some rest, but at the same time, if anyone's approaching, you could see clearly the whole valley, and right. you're notified. And, and her, her thing was, it, it don't look like it was built by something. It looked like uh, those branches had just fallen there. I've I've never seen that, the way the, the branches fall in, what do they call it, the crook of a tree? or right. I've I've never seen that many like that. No, when she said that, I wanted to say, I get it. That's your part on this series. But look, how can you debunk that? That was truly built by someone with hands. Right. And uh, the other <clears throat> the other nests were pretty much on the ground, right? Yeah. So they were thinking that's either the alpha male or the lookout. I, I think they were on point when they said the lookout because just the vantage point that it had to see who's approaching, I think it would have been the lookout. I think the alpha male would, uh, unless the alpha male is the lookout, the alpha male would have been kicking back in the other nest down below with all the chiquitas. With all the squachichis. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. But then again, it could have been the alpha male because uh, maybe the lookouts of scouts are on the perimeter. Could be. And, you know, maybe he sits up there and he is the alpha male, so it is his job to ultimately protect the clan. Right. And Or else, who knows, the alpha male could be like Gene Simmons. He could lay up there and just point to one of the ladies and she'll run right up. <laughs> mm, Gene Simmons. <laughs> 
not to be confused with Richard Simmons. That's right. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think Richard Simmons points at any ladies. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, get back on track. <clears throat> okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I, I thought that it was an interesting find. And Maria, of course, tries to debunk everything. And I understand she's going to her scientific method. And then they found this other section where these sticks and twigs were placed intentionally it looked like a tiny nest right and uh one of the theories was it was the the juveniles copying the parents that made the the nest they're making smaller ones just practicing they were mimicking yeah and and that was that was a good point too and i when i looked at the nest i was like man they they were pretty big you know and they look like they've been there a while so it's not like even if they said well let's set these up uh, I don't think they were built just for show and just for the TV series, but but we we weren't there. So we we weren't there, so we can't say. But it was a pretty good, interesting find. And if if you're into this topic, it makes you wonder, you know, because I, I was reading something online. I, I was trying to find as many Bigfoot sites online yesterday that I could go to, and I found an interesting one that uh, was talking about. You know, if you're in the forest and if they said no matter what, if you see one, guaranteed there are others around. Because the theory now is they travel in groups. And if you see one and it's leading you off in another direction, you know, it is it is believed that they're distracting you while the other ones make the great getaway. But these creatures are so big and strong; they don't need to make a great getaway. They would rip us in half. Right, and but I, I think, uh, like we've talked about in previous episodes, they know the destruction mankind's <clears throat> capable of. They do. So they, I think, they would rather not deal with us. Now I need to read a little more and maybe take some notes because I found a couple of websites that were really, really interesting, and how they're uh, they're tying it into you know like. A hybrid prehistoric man that, uh, you know, we, here, here's one of the examples they gave. They said it took us forever to find the mountain gorilla. Um, right. And, you know, we all said, well, Gigantopithecus is extinct. Well, we don't know if there were any offshoots from that breed. And uh, they said, here we are. We know that the mountain gorilla exists and uh, a male mountain gorilla can get six feet tall and uh that's pretty big for a gorilla and and six feet tall and they could weigh four or five hundred pounds yep 450 to 500 pounds and they said but yet when we go and we hunt them they said we smell them we see their tracks we see where they've been in the bush and we know they're around but we could never find them so if those gorillas which we have captured and put in the zoo can elude people that are searching for them. Why can't these creatures? Right. And yeah. I, and they say for the longest time, the mountain gorilla was like Sasquatch. They, they said it was a myth. Right. Uh, you know, random sightings, but nobody had any solid proof. Yeah, I, and that's what they said. But, but lo and behold, it's like, and we've said it before, like the panda. It took a 60-year expedition to find the panda bear. Right. And that was full-time expedition, scouring the jungles of China, and and they they stumbled across it finally, and there it is. So, I think us weekend warriors, we're, it's not going to happen unless we get teams that are 
living, full-fledged, and just scouring the forest. Right. Now, that would take a professional scientists, Right. And it would have to be government-funded to stay out there so long. Right. And like you said, we're weekend warriors. We go do what we can do on our days off. And, I mean, there's been some good footage. A lot of it's debatable. Some people, yes. Some people, no. Um, but there is some evidence, but the scientific world will not accept it because we have no body. We have no living specimen. We don't now. There's been theories about the government having right. Them. So let's 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 put this into perspective. So they said that you know, in the jungles of Africa, when they're looking for the mountain gorilla, you know, probably in the Congo, and uh, they said there's roughly like twelve twelve thousand square miles that of mountain ranges that they they that they're looking for them, and they said, and they're so elusive, you know. Now let's take it to the state of Washington alone, where these creatures are seen many times, the Cascadian Mountains. Let's take it there. So that mountain range is 52, I'm going to round it up, 52,000 square miles of forest that is undeveloped. So if you think you're going to bump into them on a weekend out in the forest, I, th- I think you're wrong. Only the lucky ones right. have the encounters, what you know this website was saying. Right, and, and here, uh, the mountain range we go to, it, it goes up into Colorado, but the section we go to is just a, a speck on the map compared to that. And uh, But yet there's been sightings. Right. Uh, I've had uh, encounters and sightings. Uh, we've had all kinds of crazy stuff happen, and I believe we, we found a, a spot... I don't, I don't know if it's in their territory or they just passed through. I want to say they just passed through. I, I think because it, of the game trail, right, I'm like, right. they passed through. I think it's they passed through because if it was in their territory, they might have tried to get a salad ready. Oh, yeah, they would have definitely. Because uh, if you're in your territory, that's another thing they say. They're, they're going to throw sticks at you, throw rocks at you. Some people have even been bluff charged. Right. They're going to let you know that you're not wanted in that area because it's their home. Right. Now, now that night I had my encounter, the male didn't seem really interested in us at all. That's why the one I think was a female was hanging out because I had young kids. I think you're right about that. Yeah, but I, I think we're on their game trail. Right. Goes right by our camping area. We're in a perfect spot. And I think that's why we go back to the same spot because we always get something. Something. Right. right. And uh, it's weird because there's people who camp mile down the road or whatever, we're, we're pretty much as far as you could go into the forest without, you know, needing a really rugged four-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. So the people down there, nobody seems, I've never heard anything. Uh, I've never really heard any encounters from that area right. except for what we, you know, and, yeah. and we don't really report it. I, I reported mine to BFRO and they never got to back to me. So I don't know, they're a joke uh, to me. Uh, Matt Moneymaker said, well, I ain't got time for you there. I've already been there. Right. Anyway, anyway, just since we're on the topic of squatches in Washington, um, my my son was in Washington, and we were texting last night, uh, and he's got some swag coming to you. Thank you, Jimmy. As soon as I see it, I'm going to share it with you guys. And he said over in Washington, he said everywhere is Bigfoot paraphernalia, yeah. Bigfoot signs. And so now he's intrigued and he wants me and my brother to make a trip up there. So they want to go to the big ticket. Now right. he wants to go uh, searching in 
the Washington area. And uh, right, it's funny because he got a taste of it, yeah. and once you get a taste of it, it, it kind of takes you over a little bit. It, it kind of does. You become obsessed with it because you're like, "Is this creature real? I want to see it." I want to say it's like when you see a pretty girl, you come become infatuated. Well, a pretty girl that you want to get to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to um, get to know Sasquatch. But anyway, shout out to you, Jimmy. The swag that you showed me is going to be cool. It's going to be a welcome addition to the other swag I have. And uh, yeah, you know, if we can, we'll make time and we'll go up there. Speaking of swag. Oh, there you go. <laughs> rather been squatching. I'd rather be squatching. Yeah. yeah but um, so my son's up there right now and, you know, he's, he's up there for work and uh, he's just like, it's everywhere. Okay. Now, yeah. Uh, I have a friend. Uh, he was on one of our our past podcasts, Tater, and he he sent uh, oh, us yeah. a, a beer koozie. There you go, right there, right here, Tater. That came from up there. Uh, I got a sticker for my car. Right. Yeah, but uh, it's 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 up there everywhere. It is, and, and man, last year was a, a big uh, benchmark in my birthday thing. And my family wanted to send me on an expedition up there for my birthday, but he looked into it and it, it seemed kind of cheesy. So it not, was. It, it didn't seem seem legit. It, no, it was. It, it may have been legit, but it was cheesy the, the way they were. I'm like, no, if we're gonna go squatching, let's get in there. Yeah. You know, let's let's gear up and let's get in there. Let's let's not go to picnic tables and do some haulers and wood knocks. I'm right. like, no. But in, anyway, it didn't come to surface because I told my family, I don't want no party. I don't want no celebration. You know, I, I understand it's my 21st birthday, but I, I just didn't want to make a big deal. Well, I, I bought him a hooker. I hope that was good enough. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, you've heard that tool song? Hooker with the penis. Yeah. It wasn't one of those. Oh, I made sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, I don't know how we get off track. So I don't know. We do, but anyway, you know. Uh, well, you know what's funny is we get off track here so fast at the bar. We stay on track. I know, but you know, I because we were on the Washington subject, and after they found these nests on this episode, that they they said we're not having any luck here anymore. So lo and behold, they headed back up to the Washington area. So on these next episodes, that's where they're at. Yep. And the reason they went up there is uh, loggers were scouting the area. They're going to, you know, cut timber. Right. But they found a nesting area. So right. the government bought the land back and right. chased them out. And what kind of telltale sign is that if you think we got them now, we're going to find them, and then the government's they just come in and buy the land right out from under you and then say, this is, a, you know, it's land that you can't cross, you can't come on, which I think is kind of bullshit because they bought it with our tax dollars. Right. We should be able to go anywhere we want on that land. I, I agree, but you were part of the government, as was I, and you know that's just the way it works. It does, and, and I'm okay with it, but you know what? If I cross onto that land and... And, you know, they may arrest you, but if you get a lawyer, they're, they're going to drop the charges because ultimately you did buy it with your tax dollars. They're, right. You know, what are they going to say? Well, it's our land. No, it's not. It's a people's land. Right. It, they, they don't see it that way, though. Things have changed. You know, they're, they're not here to represent us. They're here to rule us. Well, that's why Vladimir Putin does not like America. <laughs> <laughs> And jing jing ping ping ping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, 
an example of the <clears throat> government buying back land real quick or hoarding the land. When I lived in Guam, Guam was uh, 35, I think like 35 miles long and seven miles wide. And the northern half is where the civilians could live. And there were still bases there. Right. The whole southern half was nothing but military government, military government. And the whole, so what would that be like about um, 17, 18 miles? Miles, yeah. 200,000 people. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I don't know. Yeah, it when, is, you're, when you're in a paradise section, <clears throat> I guess it, you're happy anyway. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter. But no, I, I think, you know, when it comes, I, 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 I didn't say this, but... I never pay attention to stay out signs unless it's private property. But we do pay attention to no fire signs now. We, <laughs> we, we learned yeah, that we, one the hard way. Yeah, we do. It, it was same thing, fire season. Uh, we went up there, and we, we didn't even really take notice of the signs. No. We started a fire, and then here comes a hot shot spraying it down, digging it up, and oh that God. ranger's pulling out his ticket book. And they made... So, it was such... Drama. They dramatized it all too much. Yeah, we had everything in a little a little fire in a, a big fire pit. It was all controlled, but they made it look like we were going to start the whole world on fire. They, yeah, they, they thought we were going to start the fire that's burning now, and yeah. it, it was ridiculous. Anyway, we had to pay that fine. So, but we we would never do anything like that intentionally because we love nature, we right. love the mountains, we love the spot we go to. Right, and I'm a little upset because you know this fire. Just so you know, it's the government's fault. It was a controlled burn. It was a controlled burn, and they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And now we can't go camping because incompetent people working for the government. Right. As, I don't know what to say, but it's just how the government is. You said that's how the government is, right? I'm telling you that's how the government is. Um, and, you know, I want to tell you that in the Hamas, there's no excuse for this. Because no. there's water everywhere, they could uh, they could have tap little wells, fire plugs all over where all they're gonna do control. All burn. over, the, there's so many artesian wells that pop up. They could have drilled and yeah, 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 yeah. See, it's government bullshit. Or they don't even have to drill. They could just drop a pump in one of the little streams. Right, and you know I'm not a government hater. Government is needed, but not like our government. It's too big. I'm sorry. Uh, Jilly said it's just perfect. Well, you know, well, 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 the, you know, he Jilly just he she just tells me what to say, <laughs> but I I don't know. Uh, yeah, this fire could have been avoided, and we could be up there right now, probably broadcasting live or recording live in the Hamas, because uh, this is the time of year that we go up there and. Uh, right know. now, I want to say in the Hamas, I, I mentioned this before. Our spot is like. Uh, <clears throat> We kind of hit the lottery with that spot because we we've, did. We've, we've tried other spots and there's just really nothing going on. But the other spots are really, they're more populated. Some of them not really, but right. where we are, we're pretty much the only ones. Unless it's like now Memorial Day weekend. And Was it this time last year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was about this time last year. We because had, it was a holiday. We had a, a group of music lovers that were up there and... Uh, you know, what can you do? They made so much they, damn they noise. They went around that wall. <laughs> right. They, they, went, they went around that Biden wall. Yeah, well, not Biden's wall. They went around Donald Trump's wall. And they were up there making so much damn noise that we're like, you know, we come up here to be quiet, to get some interaction. and They had motorcycles going. They had blasting music. All they night. They had disco lights. 
They were shooting off guns. Disco lights in the forest. Come on, people. And they were singing karaoke. Right. I don't know if it was Ukraine, Russian. I didn't understand them. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Anyway, forgive me if I'm uh, speaking French a little too much, but today I'm going to speak my feelings because it's one of those days. Anyway, you know, we got off track as usual, but... You know, I'm I'm glad that they went up to the Washington site because they did have good luck. Isn't it in Washington where they found that big footprint? The one that started it? Yep. Yeah, the lo- on the logging road. That's right. The, and, and that's and, when they coined the term Bigfoot. Right. No, 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 no. Expedition Bigfoot. Oh, they, oh, oh. Do you remember the episode where they had a Bigfoot that they found? And they said, we're going back to where... Down when he we, went down from the old yes, railroad Yeah, and he's saying, we're going back to where we had our first good piece of evidence. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. And uh, I just don't think they should go back to Kentucky. Stay in Washington. I think you'll have the best luck. Yeah. Well, they're trying to use that algorithm that, oh, these sightings here, these say that our best bets are here. Yeah, I, I get an algorithm, but algorithms are good for us as humans because we are creatures of habit right uh especially today because we no longer live off the grid so we have no choice but to be a creature of habit we only have so many items we could buy in the grocery store we only have so many areas we could shop so many stations we could fill up we are totally locked into our environment these creatures ain't so i don't think an algorithm is going to work for them right and to me, if you try an algorithm for them, it's a waste of time because as the weather changes, as environment changes, they're going to adapt and move. Uh, not us. We're stuck here. If we run out of water, guess what? I bought a house here. I'm stuck here. I, I got to figure it out. We're going to the same store to buy another case. That's right. Where them, they'll move on to a different part. And who knows? Are they going to go north, south, east, or west? We don't don't know. know. They truly follow the environment, and we don't. I believe they could sense the environment and stuff differently. I do. That's why they move. And I think I think you're right. Um, So I don't think the algorithms work. So, but I think that Washington is still getting enough moisture. They're still fertile. It's still a good ground for them to habitate, and uh, I think they're going to have the best luck there because some of the most seen uh, more sightings are in washington and from washington all the way up into canada and as you get into like the canadian area they get bigger right i'd love for them to move to uh do uh, a season in alaska Uh, port hook oh that, that would I would love that. If they're serious about finding one, that's... Right. Right. Portlock? Yep. Uh, That would be a good one. Maybe we should write them an email and say, if you're serious, go here. Um, But see, that's the thing. And I I honestly believe if they went up there and they filmed one, it wouldn't be released because that'd be the end of the show. It it would be. I mean, but come on, man, release it. And, you know, it's... Well, the show's all about ratings and making money. So even if they found one they're not going to release it and speaking of that isn't there something going on uh circulating on social media that shows that they actually may have captured a sighting and they didn't even know it okay there's a couple of them now i I sent you one on messenger right that was maria's i uh or no no uh well you sent me both maria's and this one 
Right. But anyway, there's one of Maria. It's a still shot in a face in the background. I, I don't know. I, I want to see. We're talking about this. We need to see the actual footage. Right. And the then episode. The, the one I sent him today is they pan and there's something between the trees and they pan back really quick and it's gone. Right. Now, I didn't think about it, but I'll, I'll, I'll post that on our, a link on our, our webpage, right. on, uh, or not our webpage, our Facebook page. Uh, right. And you guys could look at it and see what you think. He said he had to watch it four times I and, did. until he saw what they were looking at. It's uh, just an amateur. He was trying to use a laser pointer. But, yeah. But when you see it, you'll know. Look between the trees. And there's another one, if you have Facebook, there's another one that's been circulating. And I wanted to get, I, I should have shared it to our Facebook page. And it's uh, Todd Standing. Remember when he did his, his, the last one he did? And it's that, like, chimpanzee, that ape-looking one looking under the tree yeah. where he focuses yes. in. Yeah. That one You is can circulating. see the lines on the forehead and everything. That one's circulating, too, and I want to share that one. You know what? As a matter of fact, I will price screenshot it and we'll share it on our podcast. Right. Um, yeah, I was telling my brother, I heard Todd Standing died. I haven't heard that. I did. I, 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 his family asked for, you know, saying, you know, give us, uh, respect our wishes, give us peace and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, but I didn't Google it to see if it was for real because we know people post bullshit like that all the time. Right. But yeah, this, this was months ago that they said, you know, he just up and died. I'm going to have to look at that. I am too. But and that could be why everyone's sharing all his copyrighted material. But his family inherits those rights. Right, right. Now, uh, you know, when somebody has good information or stuff that don't want to, sh- shouldn't be shared, sometimes they just die. Yeah. Well, sometimes. Yeah. No, you know what I mean. Though. I know, you know exactly what you mean. It's like the uh, I can't remember his name, but he's the one that disclosed the bases in Dulce. And uh, he ended up dying. Uh, they said a suicide, but how do you die from a suicide when it was clearly strangulation? Uh, you know, just like that dude with the island, uh, with all the presidents and well, celebrities. Well, like with the young girls. Well, uh, and I was watching one of my episodes that I like to watch with George Norrie and Ali Marzulli. He said that he was threatened, him and his family, because he disclosed before anyone else, once he got wind of the Kandahar giant, he said he was visited by men in black, and they said three things could happen. You could end up missing, you could stop talking about it, or... or. Right. And you know, that that's funny, because one time uh, when I lived in Gallup, I, I had a visit from the... Shall I say the people in black? Mm-hmm. Now I, I drove. I, I drove up to my house, and there was black suburbans, totally blacked out. Three of them, right, waiting for me. And uh, once I got out of my car, they were around me. You know, wanting to talk to me. It, it was. It was nothing bad. It's just uh, <clears throat> somebody I knew wanted to go into one of these uh, branches top, of the military. Top secret. So, mm-hmm. and I was good friends with him. So. They wanted to ask me some questions about him. And that's what they do. But it, it was funny because once they left, all my neighbors were like, what did they want? 
Yeah, if they would... I, I told them, well, you know how, well, Gallup's uh, a mining town. I said, right. you know how they did all the mining? Yeah. We're all radioactive. <laughs> no, if they ever come to my door and they surround me like that and they say, we want to talk to you, and I'll say, well, you first you got to talk to Enki, Enki, who is my leader. <laughs> and if those of you who do not know who Enki is, look it up. Right. The Anunnaki. Yep. The Nephilim, the fallen ones. I'm just kidding. That's not my God, my leader. <laughs> I was going to say, you want to leave that there? <laughs> <laughs> but that's to put you on another rabbit hole. Right. Those are rabbit holes we go down all the time. And I was reading about that last night. So It's funny because uh, the guy who did this tattoo, we were talking about the Anunnaki, and yeah. he was talking about Inky. Inky, yep. yep. So Inky is like one of the main... Anunnaki that has brought wisdom to this. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm. We'll talk about it in the podcast. But if you're interested, check it out. Right. We're, we're, this one was a squatch. I mean, that's we, right. We we zigzag all over like we, a UFO, but we do. That's just how we roll. We 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 podcast like a rabbit runs. Yep. All over the place. Anyway, you know, uh, we got our point across tonight. We're happy to be back. We're up and running again. Okay, but just real quick, before we leave, uh, we might have to talk about this on a future podcast. This came on social media. Somebody brought it to my attention. I shared it to him and a couple of my family mem members up here in these mountains uh, just uh, east of Albuquerque. There was something killed, and it looks oh, like the, a hyena. The hyena, yes. Now, they're not native to this. What's a hyena? You have those pictures? I do. Post them on our uh, okay, Facebook okay. page. Okay, I'll put them up there and maybe we'll talk about them next That's month. That's right. It, it, and it, it's a big-ass hyena if it is. But what's a hyena doing in New Mexico? And they said maybe it, it was somebody's pet or a hybrid. Maybe. Because you know how people get these exotic yeah, pets and but when it, they can't handle them, they just turn them loose. And it was huge. Now, speaking of, I know we're going to end right now, but just on that note, where I work out in the boonies, uh, we have wolves now. Oh, good. I'm glad we have wolves. Well, the people I work with aren't happy. Cause well, because they, they raise cattle. cattle. Yeah, well. Now, I know the wolves were introduced or something because they have collars. The, oh, if they have, they were introduced then and they're tracking them. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, it was a gray wolf that was in, reintroduced into New Mexico years and years ago. And maybe the populations have exploded. But, you know... I, real quick, I know we're dragging this on. They said there at one time there was no wolves, like when we were younger in New Mexico. I, I got to call bullshit. <laughs> I always call bullshit. I got to call bullshit because our dad was a hunter, and he would tell us stories how they would go hunting in the Zuni Mountains, and one time they were cornered by a pack of timber wolves. Right, yeah. No, just because they say there's none and they capture a few to breed them and then re-release them, no, that's bullshit. Just remember, these are the same people who say that Sasquatch don't exist. There you go. Keep that in mind. Anyway, thanks for listening tonight. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you soon. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.